0: A lot of unfortunate things, but seems to get crazier and crazier by the day. Lots happened over the last few weeks. Um, Happy New Year to everybody. We got a lot to cover here on the Drivers Meeting Podcast. Season's coming up. Only a few more weeks until we get back racing. Only a few more weeks until you'll have to be listening to just me rant and talk on this podcast we'll have a lot of fun stuff coming when the season starts back up again uh but a lot of news to cover a lot of driver announcements have come out in the last few days some news with alpha prime some news in the truck series news with ryan priest matt benedetto they have homes and some other little fun nuggets around the garage we'll get right to it next on the podcast What's the Drivers' Meeting podcast without Bet Online? They have covered for the holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. As football continues its march through the college bowl season and the Pro Football playoffs, Bet Online remains your number one spot for all sports actions this season. So make sure to head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your fifty percent welcome bonus in your first deposit. Just use our promo code Believe—that's B-L-E-A-V—to receive your bonus. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. So don't wait to take advantage. Of all the amazing new offers available, it's a new year. Make sure to get started. Get all your bets in. We got some sport. We got a lot of college bowl games. I mean, basketball is still going on. The NFL, hey, NFL playoffs, final week of the regular season. This week, let's go to New Orleans Saints. Uh, sorry to all you Falcons fans out there and 49ers fans, but really hoping we can get in. I, I just want a seven seed. It's been a long year, uh, so make sure to make sure to get those bets in. I know uh, I will, and I know a lot of people will as well. but online where the game starts. So a lot in the news this week on NASCAR, you know, it kind of goes by the day. Sometimes we have some dry spots of nothing coming out. As far as NASCAR and silly season, some days we have a lot. Today, January 6, 2022, we had a good selection of NASCAR news come out. And we're going to start from what happened today. Kind of the hottest topic um, was another Brandon Brown situation. Let's kind of recap what has happened over the past few weeks i would say it's been a lot of things um it seems like the situation's gotten weirder but we'll start from the very beginning so brandon brown they were looking for sponsorship this season brandon bill motorsports they didn't really have much not a lot of companies wanted to come on board there were companies it's not like there was nobody but they wanted the full season of sponsorship and that's what they were really looking for um they were looking for a bang something and they thought they found something uh, they come out with the announcement that the crypto coin, LGB coin, uh, obviously, I'm sure you know what that stands for. Uh, the Let's Go Brandon coin was going to sponsor the car for the full season. Now, me personally, I don't know much about the crypto stuff. Like I, like it's very weird to me that like something that was invented like two weeks ago, like and it was, it came out like two weeks ago, really, or a few, like a month ago or something and all of a sudden it's like it funds a full t- like a full year of sponsorship for the team that just doesn't make any sense to me i know there's obviously sense behind it it's probably pretty simple i just haven't really looked into it so very weird situation kind of a eerie announcement but we're like okay um you know is number one is this going to work with nascar about 4 hours after the announcement i would say nascar comes out and says oh well we we don't approve this NASCAR says, or we haven't approved it yet. Um, And Brandon Built was confused because they had said they had previously gotten approval from NASCAR. Uh, They were showing all the receipts and everything of NASCAR saying, hey, just, you know, paint scheme, sure, you got to work on this, you know, but like saying that they approved the sponsor. Um, But apparently some stuff was going on where like the normal paint scheme submissions weren't working. So they were doing it through email instead of like the portal um very weird situation like i said i'm trying to remember all the events off the top of my head um but eventually a few days later um despite the push from brandon despite the push from lgb coin nascar officially uh said that that sponsorship would not be approved the car will not be able to run during the season so the announcement that came out they said brandon jumped the gun car is not approved for the season people were a little bit confused because it seemed like they had approved it and then kind of backtracked and then disapproved it not really sure what the real story is here because there's a lot of different stories from all different sides as there is in you know normal society it's going to happen um but now that they have taken away that sponsorship i guess you know there's a plan to sue nascar from lgb coin and they're going to try to you know win it we'll see what the heck happens but in reality as of right now as we stand the Brandon Bilt's car is unsponsored for the 2022 NASCAR Xfinity Series season, and about an hour ago, it just got progressively worse. Larry's Lemonade, the car that they won the race with, the Talladega, is not returning to the team whatsoever next season because of these issues. I mean, sometimes in press releases, they don't state why. You kind of assume why, but they actually said why. They said because of the whole LGB coin issue they are not going to be continuing their sponsorship with the team so they're gone you know i can't think of any other sponsorships off the top of my head but it's just when you really overview the situation i mean a tough tough situation for all parties involved i mean a tough decision for nascar to make obviously there's going to be pressure from both sides it's really a lose-lose situation but uh they did make a decision And for a team that won Talladega, right, miraculous fashion, I mean, I was there. I mean, the celebration was incredible. Everybody on the team was joy. I mean, the Xfinity Series garage, um, you know, was filled with joy after that victory. You really thought it was going to be the turnaround for an organization that has been through a lot. It's been through a lot of sponsorship troubles, money struggles. Um, They've almost had to shut down at points, even during last season. Um, You know, teams like this have these troubles at, at so many points and... To be able to get that win at Talladega and the way that they did it, um, everybody was it really just seemed like what would have been a turnaround for the team. Like, this is a brand new beginning. You know, next year is going to be even better. And it wasn't uh, because of what happened on the front stretch interview for Brandon Brown. And and ever since then, it's just been spiraling downwards. And, you know, it, it's hard... It's hard to really, you know, it's hard to really blame anyone for that situation. Uh, a lot of people are blaming it on the front stretch interviews, which is valid. I mean, a lot of people don't agree with the front stretch interviews after winning a race. They think it should be done at Victory Lane. You know, just enjoy the celebration on the front stretch, get your pit road interviews done. Um, but it is what it is. Um, But overall, just really a thing that was supposed to be good for Brandon Brown, Brandon Brown Motorsports, that wasn't. And it's really unfortunate the way that it panned out, and now they don't know what they're doing come Daytona in a series that's more competitive than ever. So many competitive race cars, so many competitive teams, teams improving, and you have a team that really doesn't know where they're at. And we're about to hit kind of the middle section of January. We're about a month out from uh, Daytona Speed Weeks, almost there. And they're not sure really what their plans are. The defending winner of Talladega um, is uncertain, uncertain of their plans for next season. So, really unfortunate situation. I mean, we'll see what happens. I don't think anything changes with this, you know, with this cryptocurrency coin. I don't think that they would win anything over with NASCAR, but I'm not sure. I mean, like I said, I don't know too much about the crypto. Anyways, I'm trying to learn as much as I can about it. All I know is I'm losing money in Bitcoin. I don't know how or what it means, but I'm losing money. So um, it's pissing me off. Trying to get the stocks back up. But anyways, overall point, LGB Coin is pretty much no longer with the 68 team. That lasted about 48 hours. They're going to try to make something happen here. Will anybody sponsor the 68 team? I mean, Brandon Brown's a great guy. He didn't do anything wrong um you know the team was just in a position where they felt like they had to do this to keep their team alive if i guess if nobody else really if they if there was really nobody else that wanted to sponsor them and they felt like this was their only option they tried it um didn't work out but it's it really sucks the position though, that team is going to be in next season so hopefully they do get it figured out but brandon boat motorsports um uh, it's very unknown what they're going to be, and I'm sure when Tommy Joe uh, rejoins us back as we start to get the season back started again for the podcast, he'll definitely be able to kind of speak about it as a small team owner um, and, and talk more about this situation. But that's what I've been able to gather from it, so it's still developing. It seems like it changes every day. It gets crazier every day, but, but that's really the gist of it. Brandon Bill Motorsports, unsure what they're doing next season. LGB Coin no longer on the race car. Larry's Lemonade has left the team it's going downhill for Brandenburg Motorsports, but we hope, we hope it goes back up soon. That'll bring us right into this weekend's edition of the NASCAR Report, recapping you all the latest news throughout the NASCAR season. Obviously, this week we don't have Tommy Joe to bounce the news off of, but we'll run it down for you really quick. We'll start off the Camping World Truck Series today. Like I said, a lot of news came out, and Matt Benedetto finally, has a new home. He's going to go to Rackley War Racing for the full Camping World Truck Series season. Um, everybody was wondering what ride would open up for him, and this team does. They have a GMS Racing Alliance. They were kind of mostly a fully funded truck already, and were kind of just able to go and search for a driver. The driver they got is Matt Benedetto, a guy that's been in the NASCAR Cup Series the last two years with Brothers Racing. Before that, he was with Levine Family Racing. Before that, uh, he was with GoFast, BK Racing, kind of hopping around. He's hopped around in lower-funded teams in the Xfinity Series before, and this is going to be his first stint in the Camping World Truck Series. And it comes um, with Rackley War, uh, a team that had a solid year last year, originally started the year with Timothy Peters, didn't work out, ends up getting Josh Berry to run some races. Willie Allen came in ran some races. Even Willie Byron uh, came in and ran, some races for, ran one race for that team as well. So... Now they kind of have a full-time driver established. They expect that to be the full-time driver for the whole season. But as we've seen in the truck series, who knows? Things happen. But they expect Matt Benedetto to be their guy. Will they run a second truck part-time? We don't know, but we know Benedetto is going to be their main full-time guy. With their alliance with GMS Racing, a lot of trucks have alliances with GMS Racing. But they are one of them, kind of stretching into last year. Uh, so will be interesting. They got good equipment and personally i do think it's a good opportunity for matt benedetto i think it's definitely one of the best landing spots he could have had and it seems like it fits uh there were not a lot of rides in the cup series not a lot of rides in the xfinity series there weren't really a lot of rides in the truck series but he was able to find really the one that was available that already had the funding and he gets it so he's going to be in the 25 truck next season matt benedetto you expect some solid things out of him and that team come february in daytona <laughs> There was one other major Cup Series free agent, and that was Ryan Priest. We were unknown of where he was going. We kind of had some hints of where he could possibly go. We know where he's been aligned with the past few years. Kevin Harvick Incorporated. Kevin Harvick. Where does Kevin Harvick drive for? Stuart Haas Racing. Where's Ryan Priest going? Stuart Haas Racing. He signed with the team and will compete in races across all three series throughout the season. But most importantly, with SHR, he'll be their reserve driver and their sim driver as well for the season. So... In case any shr driver misses a race i mean they need somebody he's there we do know the races that he will compete in already scheduled he'll compete at dover and the coke 600 on the cup side uh, his xfinity races will come at richmond charlotte and nashville and his truck races where he got his victory last year he will be driving for david gillen racing at las vegas atlanta darlington nashville pocono and kansas total seven races for himself in the truck series and really When you have this type of schedule, it still opens up for a lot more things for himself to do. He could drive modifieds, late models, uh, you know, he could drive more races in any of these series if he ends up striking a deal with an organization. So, like I had mentioned, it's David Gill in Racing for the Truck Series, we know. in the Xfinity Series and Cup Series is uh, going to be an SHR-aligned team. So, my prediction would be probably in a Rick Ware car for the Cup Series and their rotational seat car. Uh, and maybe a, a BJ McLeod car uh, in the Xfinity series, or just a Ford in some uh, some sort. So, but personally, good, good, good situation for Ryan Priest. I really think this is a move for the future. Nothing to just rush and get himself in a full time ride. He's gonna be patient with this, and I think he's gonna have some fun. I mean, he's gonna be out there going to just chase some trophies. He's gonna be running in all three series. Gonna be running at some dynamic race tracks as well um some mile and a half some short tracks on there uh so it's going to be really cool to see what he does next season um but he's going to be able to do it kind of at his own will and he's also kind of kind of be building for the future here we know there's two drivers at the Stuart haas racing cup team what are their futures going to be when is kevin harvick going to call it quits what is eric Gamarola going to call it quits We know SHR kind of has one guy waiting in the wings, or is he waiting in the wings? Riley Herbst. Would he ever get called up? We know Haley Deegan's on the rise at some point. Could she end up there? But we do know uh, that Ryan Priest is now going to be in that program. A guy that it felt like they had been trying to get him the last few years, or at least Kevin Harvick had. Now he's over officially with Stuart Haas Racing. I know Kevin Harvick's going to be happy about it, and I know the team is happy about it as well. Ryan Priest is a talented driver, and there he is, now signed with Stuart Haas Racing reserve and sim driver running a lot of races across all three series throughout the season so it's going to be a lot of fun to watch ryan priest go to work in 2022 how about alpha prime racing baby good old tommy joe and caesar baccarella team alpha prime racing announced yet another driver for the 2022 season sage karam a guy who kind of originally um was possibly going to do some races for jordan anderson racing I guess Tommy Joe and Jordan Anderson, I guess, had a deal. If he was here, he could possibly elaborate on that (laughs) and see how this happened. Because it was a surprise to me. Um, But a really awesome news. I mean, Sage Karam uh, is now going to join Alpha Prime Racing. He's going to run about 12 to 15 races during the season. I mean, it's going to be awesome. Um, And and in that, Alpha Prime Racing confirmed that they will run two full-time cars next season. So it kind of went, it it was funny, I was kind of explaining earlier. I think, I think this was a job by Cesar Baccarella. I know, Cesar, if you're listening to this, I know you were the driving factor in getting a second full-time car. I know I know he was the one because I feel like Tommy Joe. Every time he talked about this, he was a little iffy about it and, and reasonable being an owner, not wanting to spend too much money or wreck too many race cars. But I think it's funny uh, because like it went from, all right, we're going to have one car, rotational seat at Alpha Prime, then it was like, okay, maybe we could run a race here and there with a second car at like a road course or something. Then it was, okay, we will run a second car. We definitely will run the road courses. And then, <laughs> and now today it's full-time second car. So I don't know what the next step is. But I know I know that Caesar Baccarel is the driving factor in this. I think that's funny. But I mean, uh, when you got a good crop of drivers like this, I think it's really there's so much upside to the team here at Alpha Prime Racing. It's going to be awesome to see them go to work next season and get to know a little bit of the insides of the fun off season Tommy Joe has had once he returns to the show. But Sage Karam, a guy I got to meet about three weeks ago at a rallycross event after he had won the freaking event, I didn't even know he was going to be there, and then he won, and then I saw him after, and I was like, dude, what's up? Uh, so I got to meet him in person there, and we had talked, and I had asked him. We had talked for a good while, and I'd asked him, I was like, hey. What do you want to do next year? Like, obviously, I'm a NASCAR guy. I'm going to advocate NASCAR for you. But what do you want to do next year? And he told me, I mean, out of all the things that Sage Karam could be doing, talented race car driver, I mean, he had just won a rally cross race, uh, his, like, fifth or sixth of that season. Um, He said he wants to do Xfinity Series racing next year. I mean, he said his goal would be to do full-time if he could have the, you know, if he got the funding. But he knew a reasonable thing was probably going to be a part-time Xfinity Series schedule, run some more races, so I thought that was awesome. I mean, to have all the options that you have, you know, as a driver, as Sage Caram has, um, and to want to do that, to want to go Xfinity racing, join us at NASCAR. Join, join us in the Xfinity series. That's awesome. Um, a guy that's running the Indy 500 next year um once again um probably maybe he my two more rally crossed up next year he said he would do that too really cool that sage Keram's joining us in the xfinity series and on a team that he's going to get to have some pr- pretty solid equipment with with alpha Prime racing so i think really cool for sage Keram. great guy great driver um and he joins a team uh, of a lineup that we know is is really cool i mean you got tommy joe martin's gonna run select races caesar baccarella gonna run the super speedways as well as probably homestead rajah Ruth, we know his schedule running just a few races uh, at the shorter racetracks ryan ellis is gonna run select races for the team andy lally running the road course races and now sage is gonna run 12 to 15 races for the team that will have two full-time race cars with qualifying that second car Probably isn't going to have any owner's points. So I'll have to ask Tommy Joe about that. But nothing to rely on um, if the weather's unfortunate at Daytona. So we hope it's not. Um, we hope that they can get both cars in the race. They got the drivers to do it. And it's really cool. I'm glad I can have like a... I kind of have a relationship with like every every driver that Tommy Joe's signed. No, I'm not the Alpha Prime Racing marketing guy. I know what you guys are thinking. Um, I wish. But no i think uh having caesar's the as the co-owner the guy that gave me my first exclusive report in nascar last year um that i was able to put out tommy joe obviously does this podcast with me awesome guy rajah karuth was um really helped me out with some iRacing stuff was the first winner in my daytona charity shootout event that's how i got to kind of meet and talk with him ryan ellis we've done a few stuff with on this podcast and for that iRacing event really cool guy um i do a lot of stuff with his buddy uh, garrett miller really cool guy as well andy lally never spoke to andy lally personally but he's just a cool guy so love andy lally and then sage caram got to meet him a few weeks ago and was telling tommy joe about the fact that he wanted to do xfinity series racing and he was like oh interesting so there we go sage caram has joined alpha prime racing for the 2022 xfinity series season on a 12-15 race schedule gonna be fun to see what he does had a few rumors come out in the last few days we're not sure where everybody's going to be next season but a lot of silly season stuff has come out first kind of starting off with what the cup series rides are going to look like we know there are a few rides that need to be filled we got two rickware racing charters that need to be filled aspire motorsports second entry that needs to be filled as well what will MBM motorsports do what will team hesberg do. We're going to run it down all for you right now. So we'll start. Spire Motorsports' second car. That is right now rumored to be a rotational seat. One of the drivers rumored to be in that seat is Josh Balicki. Josh Balicki will not return to Rickrub Racing in 2022, but he is rumored to be in that Spire seat, number 77. And we know he's driven a Spire car before, but that was before they had a lot of improvements last season. And now they become a much better organization, got a lot more resources, Josh Belicki could return to that organization on a more uh, on a more consistent basis next season. That other car we were talking about, the Rick Ware racing cars, it is rumored that one of them at least will be a full-time seat for sure for a driver. Not sure who it will be yet. Could it be Cody Ware? Could it be somebody else? Could it be a Garrett Smithley? Could it be somebody else? We know that second seat possibly could be another rotational seat. That's where when we mentioned Ryan Priest earlier um, – people were wondering what car he would drive I mean they could just add an additional car whenever but uh, to be safe with the points um, Ryan Priest could possibly just run another SHR or Rick Ware Racing race car uh, as they have their alliance with SHR so it's looking like a rotational seat for Spire Josh Balicki could be in that car and we don't know what's going to happen with the Rick Ware Racing cars but it could potentially be Cody Ware I know he's going to test again in that race car Uh, JJ Yaley did a test for them as well Um, so we'll be interesting to see what happens with those rides. Carl Long, NBM Motorsports. They're going to probably attempt as many races as they can. Obviously, they're going to be an open car. We don't expect a ton of entries during the season next year. I don't even expect over 40 cars for any race besides Daytona boris said is the guy that is rumored to run some races for nbm motorsports Carl Long said that he could potentially run road course races next season he could make his big cup series return so we could see boris said um in that race car um and we know team hezeberg is planning to head to the daytona test this week uh, on tuesday and wednesday so I know Josh Riom had spoke to me on this podcast, told me that they would enter if it seemed right, if there, you know, maybe if there wasn't going to be over 40 entries, if it seemed logical to enter the Daytona 500, it looks like that's what they're going to do. So we might see Team Hesseberg enter the Daytona 500, and that would kind of leave our open teams at Team Hesseberg, Beard Motorsports, and uh, MBM Motorsports, one of the other open teams that would enter the Daytona 500. So that kind of leaves it at 69 or not 69 what the hell 39 (laughs) entries for the daytona 500 right now so um you know i'm gonna double check it to make sure uh the current list that we have right now um we don't know if heseberg will enter right now i'm looking at 38 i don't think i have that's right i don't have a second spire car on there so we will have the second spire car on there Um, But as far as like unknown, we don't know if NBA Motorsports will bring a second car. Probably not. Uh, Will Front Row bring another car for David Reagan? Will Rick Ware bring any extra cars? NY Racing teased for the 100 millionth time that they're going to be uh, trying to enter a race again. Who knows how that's going to go. I mean, they do it every year. I think it's funny. I think it's honestly the social media person's guy. It's got to be a running joke. At the organization. I mean, there's no way they can be doing this legit every single time. Um, but <laughs> it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Um, as far as Xfinity series rumors, I mean, we got it's really all getting set up. I mean, there's a lot of cars that still need to be announced. We know Bailey Curry. Is going to JD Motorsports full time next season. Uh, JD probably going to be downscaling next year. So is so is Carl Long's team. We're going to be seeing some teams downscale because a lot of teams are expanding uh, towards that middle upper pack in the Xfinity Series. Tomorrow, Joe Graf has announcement that's believed he will return to SS Greenlight. Uh, if not, sucks. Uh, I'm sorry, but that's. That's the rumored announcement, I'm sure. I mean, it's going to be on January 07, 2022. So it makes sense, but you never know. Um, But we know BJ McLeod Motorsports is going to have their full set of cars, I believe, three next season. RSS Racing is bringing an extra car. Jordan Anderson Racing might have an extra car. Sam Hunt Racing might have an extra car. Alpha Prime Racing has an extra car for next season. Um, DGM Racing may downscale. JD Motorsports may downscale. So, there's so many things going on in the Xfinity series. A lot of competitive cars. It's going to be so fun to see how it all fans out. But as far as all the rumors for the truck, Xfinity, and Cup Series, that kind of does it for now. Um, And we'll definitely have some more to catch up on in a few weeks. I am for sure. That'll kind of bring us to the end of this uh, episode of the Drivers Meeting Podcast. Another episode of me just sitting here talking. I know it's the off season. We're trying to fill some things in here. Bear with me, but trying to just give you some information throughout the off season to stay a little bit busy. Um, and we're going to be back in full swing to kick off the 2022 season. We're going to be doing a lot of more stuff. Toby Christie.com. Uh, me personally, I'll be heading to the next gen test this week. Very excited about that. This will be my first time. I'll really get to see the next jet cars in action in person. So I'll be there at Daytona for the event. Uh, no, it's two days. I almost forgot. So I could be there for both days. Um, but either way gonna be really fun to check out um the next gen cars circling around daytona see what this package does all the teams are gonna be there so we'll see a lot of pack racing i don't know but gonna be really fun to be there and then before we know it the season is coming around i mean it's gonna be here before we know it speed weeks just around the corner just over a month away the clash just over a month away so gonna be really cool to see how everything fans out and before we head off to this episode i gotta give you guys a little statistic here i posted it on the instagram this week if you missed it here it is so this was on reddit credit to wainwright203 on reddit he came up with this statistic and i think he's done a few more if you want to check him out but this was probably the greatest thing i saw this week mike harman is statistically proven to perform better behind the wheel where an applebee's is closer to the given racetrack and he calculated this out so if an applebee's under five minutes away close range he has a 26.3 average finish medium range five to twenty miles away an applebee's is five to twenty miles away from the track medium range 31.2 average finish long range if an applebee's is 20 or more miles away from the racetrack 32.1 average finish that is over almost six positions off from if an applebee's is close to the racetrack So that concludes that it is statistically proven. If Mike Harmon is closer to an Applebee's, if there's an Applebee's closer to the racetrack, he does better. I think that's an incredible stat line. We're going to see how many times we'll get, we might get to continue next year. We'll get to see how many times Mike Harmon maybe gets behind the wheel. He might have to. I don't know who's driving for that team next year. I don't know if that team's going to be there next year. Um, We'll find out when we get to Daytona. But Mike Harmon Statistically proven, he's gonna finish better if an Applebee's closer to the racetrack. That is your stat of the week brought to you by Bet Online. We'll incorporate that into some episodes. We we want to bring you the best statistics possible. There you go. That's how the off-season's going right there. I saw somebody say this. Buckle up, folks. This is the best thing you're gonna see. It only goes downhill from here. So there's the stat of the week. Thank you all for tuning in. Once again, we'll be back. Um, and next week or in a few weeks back, hopefully uh, with Tommy Joan, possibly a guest on, um, to, ke- to really kick off the newest Snacks Car season. Um, but Happy New Year. Hope everybody had a great holiday season, a great Christmas, a uh, great Hanukkah, great Kwanzaa, whichever you celebrate. And a great New Year as well. Um, very cool to have you all listening in another year of the Drivers Meeting Podcast. has officially been recorded in three different years. Started in 2020, recorded all of 2021, we finished the year out strong, and now we're here in 2022, continuing the podcast on, so really cool, excited to be headed to the next-gen test this week, make sure to stay tuned to my Twitter, RJ RJStarsuk, my Instagram, NASCAR Report for some great content, looking to great, get some good things, so hopefully get some nice pictures, videos, content, talk to some people, there's also an ARCA test going on, I don't know when it is, but it's happening, so... Uh, we'll we'll see what happens there so thank you all for tuning in thanks to Ben online thanks to bleep podcasting network thanks for you all for listening we'll see you all when we see you